Fuck what they talk about. I've been getting my cake and running wild since a little child. Yeah. Getting it every day, I'm working sun up till the sun down. Yeah. I'm getting it every day, these niggas hating, trying to see how I do this shit. Bitch, I'm not new. What's up, guys? This is Jake Carlisle, and welcome to the Capital Gains Podcast, where we share our experiences on how to flip and invest in real estate, the stock market, and all things fitness. Join us as we dive deep into the world of self-development and get ready to make some capital gains. Tres, dos, uno. What's up, guys? Um, I'm here with Chad. It is Tuesday. This will be released Wednesday. And uh, we wanted to talk to you all about real estate. We haven't done it in a while. This is supposed to be a real estate podcast. Um, so we're going to talk about some real estate. What's up, Chad? Yo, yo. I haven't been on here in a minute. It's been like a couple weeks. I know. it's uh, It's been weird. It's, it's, we've been off the, off the norm. Holiday is kind of weird. But, well, holidays, uh, you with real estate, roofing. I think we've, we both have been trying to get shit rolling. All over the place. I think I've let Mr. Zach do a couple solo. <laughs> uh, he's enjoyed those. So, all right. Well, we're. Uh, I kind of wanted to talk about, um, you know, instead of like, we obviously all know that the real estate market is kind of insane right now, and it has been for a while. Um, and so it's hard to find deals, quote unquote, right? And, uh, you know, and I think one of the biggest things you can do to, to circumvent that, or maybe not use that as, as an excuse is to create the deal. And this is something that, uh, Brody Fawcett says a lot is you need to, you, you stop focusing on finding the deal, but start focusing on creating the deal. Cause if you have a house that's worth 200 grand and it has an extra shed in the back, that is that you can make into some extra extra space. You just found 500 square feet that's livable, and nowadays 500 square foot is worth 100 G's, right? So, um, you know, I, I'm I'm interested to to hear what Chad has to say about that. But uh, that's kind of what I want to talk about today. Yeah, and I mean that's you know my kind of like as far as investing goes in general. I'm always like I'm that kind of person. Is I look for that weird shit. Like I really like cheaper places that may be quote unquote a shithole where you can like add value so like i've, I've looked at some stuff that I'm, i know jake's like what in the hell but i look at it like <laughs> this is how it, this is what it looks like as it sits but if i can transform that shed in the back to a 2-1 or something it's like like the amount of value that that adds and you're looking at it for what it's listed at you know you see a single family home with a shitty sh shack in the back with lawnmowers in it. But if I can put 30 grand in that and make that into another livable space, like what's it worth now? Yeah. You know? So like, that's kind of what he's getting at. And now with this market is like, that, that's my, that's my favorite kind of properties. I look for that all the time. That's like my go-tos. Yep. And I think one of the, like, so on the flip side, there's two, there's two sides, there's rentals or burrs and there's flips. So one thing that's really easy on the on the uh, flips to do to increase value, and it's not that much, but it's just enough. It opens up the buyer's pool. Um, is taking a three-two house and using that because most of these old older houses have a weird extra room that's not technically a room, and so um, you know you you can take those, frame them up, and you can make them a uh, a small office or extra bedroom. And so your three-two goes to a four-two, and now you can you can house a whole family instead of a small family or a, or a starter family. And so, yeah. 
Well, that's like our new hack that we've been doing is we make it an office because I'm a I'm an office guy. I like the office right over right off the um like a lot of the old houses. It's right front off door. the um the front door, but then we just add a closet too now. So it's technically a room. It can be, but yeah. I like to think of it as an office. So it's kind of like it's four two, but you can take your pick however you want to use it. Yep, that allows us to one entry with a window and a closet allows us to list it as a four two, and honestly, it just looks better. Like if you have a four two, especially in College Station or Bryan, a four two over a three two is so much more valuable because you can. Oh yeah. I mean, you if you rent, let's say you rent a room at five hundred bucks a month, you know that's that's the difference between fifteen hundred and two thousand a month, and that's a big difference, right? That's the difference between a, an investor paying two hundred and two fifty realistically. So. Um, on the flip side of things, playing words there, the burr, burrs. Um, no pun the, intended. Yeah. The uh, the most recent one we did that we actually just finished up on was 106 South Brazos. It was real weird. It had a studio, a, a studio house. Sorry, I'm getting that wrong. A house in the front, a studio apartment in the middle, both separate, and a duplex in the back. And we really didn't have to do much on this, but uh, we ended up redoing some stuff, fixing the foundation, plumbing, painting, just fixing it up and uh, raising rents. And we, uh, <clears throat> we honestly got lucky on that one, but, uh, we stole that one. Yeah. We got it cheap and, uh, it'll, it'll be a really good, really good deal. And, and we raised the rents from like 2,600 to 3,000, got them on leases and we'll take the leases to the bank and they'll give us anywhere from 300 to 320,000 bucks at an 80% loan to value. So they'll give us about two hundred and forty, two hundred fifty thousand dollars to pay off the other loan that we do, and so now then we'll be in some long term debt and uh, cash flowing with no money out of our pocket. No. But the next one we're doing, we're actually closing tomorrow morning at ten a.m. So it'll be Wednesday at ten a.m. It'll be ten a.m. once you're once you're listening to this. But uh, me and Chad are closing on a uh, it's a single family house and a, an accessory dwelling, and what we have you know, we've gone back and forth, but what we've planned on doing is um, that house is about 1800 square feet and two rooms got added onto it. And uh, it's not on CAD. It's not on appraisal district. And uh, we're going to end up framing off those two doors, making that those extra rooms into a kitchenette slash mother-in-law suite. So now your big house turns into a three, one house with a, um, with a mother-in-law suite. So technically two units, but not, not, not legally two units. And then <clears throat> separated is an accessory dwelling unit, which has a garage apartment up top and a unfinished garage on the bottom. And what we're going to do is we're literally going to raise it up, finish the bottom. And now it's going to be one big unit or two units, uh, accessory dwellings. So your house that was now that was rented at 900 bucks, is not going to be a house running at 1200. Plus a mother-in-law suite rented at six hundred, plus a garage apartment worth seven hundred, and then another one that's worth seven hundred. And so you went from what do we buy it at? One fifty. One forty, I thought. One forty or one fifty, and uh, we'll put about fit. Yeah, I don't know. Whatever. We'll put about fifty thousand into it, and uh, so now that value went from one fifty to literally probably three hundred thousand dollars just by doing that, right? And so that's that's what Chad's talking about is the forced equity. Yeah. And too, like this is kind of off off topic, but the only reason we got this deal, this was an off-market deal. And the only reason we got it because the realtor on the, the 106 Brazos 
told his dad how we handled everything, how we closed and we just were straight up and did it correctly. And he was like, Hmm, I wonder if they'll buy my place like that. And that's the only reason we got that. It wasn't even on the market. So it goes to show just like handle your business, do things right, professional, and you never know what deals will come your way. Um, but yeah, that one. And then we actually just got another one. Did we get it signed? Not yet, but I'm, I'm just, I'm just waiting on some, uh, waiting on some, some responses, but you know, it's, I think it's in the bag, knock on some wood. Not, yeah. I would say knock on wood. It's in the bag, but um, it's another one. It's a burn property that we got for a pretty good deal. And most people I feel like would flip this place. We even thought about it. That was our first thought. Um, but it has like a detached garage in the back, 1500 square foot house in the front. And that's like perfect. It's, it's even better than a detached garage. It's almost it's like big. a detached apartment. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's big. So turn that into a two, one like house, basically fix the front up. And now you basically have two houses, you know, that's, that's going to rent for a grand total of my, I bet you that pull in 2,400 a month total. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. And so, which I is, mean, which is crazy. It takes, it goes from 14, 1500 bucks on just the house. So it puts the house worth about 200 give or take then you add that other rental and now you're pushing 240 250 sorry 2400 2500 and then you're really pushing 280 290 300 especially in Brenham yeah and that lot is like it's a pretty decent sized lot so I mean you can do other things to where if you really want it to because yeah you're technically taking away the front house's garage you could still add like a decently long carport that would park enough for both units and if i'm not mistaken it has an awning on the back unit yes. so you can still park your car for like a carport so yeah like that place that's going to be one of my brazos is obviously as you know my favorite yeah, uh, that one was a that one was a steal when you see a good deal jump on it that was literally one of those ones to where and jake you know what i'm talking about we've had so many where we like let's offer this much let's see if we get it and we don't like, you know, it may go into a bidding war. We don't bid. And then at the end of it, we're like, shit, we should have freaking got that one. This is one of those, like, everybody else is probably doing that. The realtor actually told our realtor that they were getting over asking price, which is what we paid, over asking cash offers that whole next week. But we already had under contract, so it was too late. But, yeah, we yeah. swiped that one. We stole that one pretty good. But, you know, it's it's just stuff like that. When you see opportunity like that, and it's it's just kind of looking at deals differently, right? Like, it's not like – and everybody that comes to me and, and says, hey, I found a deal. Hey, I found a deal. I always tell them, like, hey, does this have an extra lot? Hey, does this have um, an extra space that's not finished that you can finish out? Um, one of the best things that people do nowadays in Call Station is they take, like, three, two houses, and they convert the garages to living space – and now it's a four, two or four, three house. That's 500 more square feet and rent it out to students. And so that house goes from 200,000, 300,000 like that. And it only cost them 20, 30 grand to finish it out. So it's just stuff like that, that you can really force the value on. And I, I think that's something that, um, most people don't think about because they just think out that they don't they're not thinking outside the box, but I think you, especially in this market, you have to. Yeah. Because nothing is discounted right now. Nothing is. Well, and also, too, is in this market, everything goes so fast. So, one, it's if the numbers make sense, they make sense. If they don't, they don't. You know, you can't be emotional. But also, 
don't overanalyze or talk yourself out of a deal. Like Brazos, for instance, like we literally like, we're like, this doesn't make sense. Something's got to be wrong. Like there, there's no way. But we went and looked at, like, I told Jake, I was like, hey, like, let's offer on this shit before we see it. Like, shit, like, how bad can it be? Um, we went and looked at it, and still, we were just like, yeah, like, full price. Like, worst case, like, this, there's no way this deal goes bad. So that's the thing. Like, don't talk yourself out of a good deal because like, you don't say it's too good to be true because some of them, you don't know. Well, and, and realistically, it wasn't too good to be true, right? It had foundation issues. It had some plumbing issues that weren't cheap, right? We spent 20 grand to fix it up, which most people would say, oh, well, you know, that's why it wasn't too good to be true, which yes and no. I mean, we got it insanely cheap and we're still in it for 185 or something. Like it's, it's dumb cheap yeah. and it's probably worth 350 as it sits right now, which is crazy. And uh, so we, we walked up to the bank and we're like, hey, yeah. Uh, this is renting for 300,000 and it's like 3,000 square feet and their eyes lit up because they were like, oh, that's good. No, renting for 3,000. Yeah, 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 3,000, sorry. Uh, yeah, they they were excited because they they love loaning on that stuff. So, um, and, and it's, that that goes to another, another point. Like, if you have the deal, the money will follow, right? Like, it's, it, no matter what it is, the money is gonna follow you if you have a good deal. And most most people try to force deals and they're like, oh, I don't have any money. Well, it's then it's not really a deal then, you know? So I think that's a that's one really good way of of trying to find deals now is is create the deal, right? Yeah. Like and, and we're not to the point of developing, which hopefully we can we can get, get there sooner rather than later, but that's the ultimate creating the deal. Like I think Brody Fawcett out in Utah, like that's all he does now almost is develop. Like he just buys oh, really, land. really? Yeah, like he buys land and then uh, builds eight to 16 unit apartments and just rolls. Yeah. Like he's he keep them? It. Yeah. He, he keeps them. Yep. No kidding. Wow. Well, I mean, if you think about it, um, you know, if your building cost is what one, one twenty one thirty, you can sell it for 200, but then you have that equity and yeah. you have a low cost and your cash flow is brand spanking new and high. That's I legit. Mean, it is. I mean, he's just, he's killing. Oh, so that's like what you were talking about the other day, like burn new builds in a sense. Yes. I that's mean, literally, I'm literally just, that's it, the way to go. Yeah. If like we can literally, if you, you don't, you don't, it's brand new. So you don't have to worry about maintenance really. Yep. Yeah, brand new rents, highest rents. Yeah. Genius. Yep. If we could, if, if somebody would loan to that to us, I would be eternally grateful. If somebody's listening to this and they have a bunch of money, I would love for you to loan us some money. We'll go build a house and then we'll go refinance it and give you, give you your money back plus 10% all day long but we'll see uh we got to prove ourselves a little bit more but it's all good um man I, I don't have very much i think it's a pretty simple a simple uh a pretty simple point create the deal rather than find it and you just you just got to think outside the box just yeah. start asking questions and that's there's there's plenty of ways to do it and the main thing too is i feel like that we've learned is just don't force it. If the if you find something, the numbers work, do the deal. If nothing's going on, don't panic. Just keep looking. Find other ways to find deals. Don't just look on the market. Ask around. Look on Craigslist. Like just spread, you know what I mean? Just the deals will come. Um and I I tell people one of the best ways to find deals is literally just tell people you buy houses. Yep. I mean, what if we've gotten two or three like that? I think this three. year. Three. Yeah. I mean, three. it's like, 
uh, at least two, at least two. And, and we've had, we've looked at more, we've looked at others too, though. We right. just were like, nah. Right. And it's like, and those are usually the best, the best deals ever. And so mm-hmm. you just tell people you're going to get one or two a year. I guarantee you. Um, so there's one in Burnham coming up. Like you said, I think that's going to be my favorite one. Yeah. It's going to be good. It's just, it's a perfect location. It's right there on isn't that that's South day street. Yeah. South day street and West Mansfield. And it's next to some commercial stuff, but man, that place is nice. Um, so that'll be a good one. But uh, what were you saying just a second ago? Uh, oh yeah. Don't force the deal. Like, you know, we, me and Chad, I don't know what month was it. We bought Briar. Don't know. August? Don't care. Was it's it over. August? <laughs> well, I guess a perfect example of don't force the deal. So this has been out of, I've, I've blocked that out of my mind. Yeah. So we bought Briar Oaks middle August or whatever. And we were like, yeah, this is going to work. And me and Chad, both our gut feelings, the very beginning was no, like we even told each other, like, I just don't feel it. We ended up buying it for some reason at 293, which was damn near market value or above. And we actually stayed under budget, but like that type of house, we didn't, we didn't replace windows or AC and we should have. And we had a pile on the bathrooms trying to save money. We had a huge loan and uh, we didn't, we didn't snake the plumbing. So plumbing was screwed, had to fix that. And uh, lots of stuff went wrong. And it, it could have went way worse. That yes. plumbing, like that quote that we got, if that was me back in the day, bro. <laughs> Chad, Chad would have been hitting a lick. <laughs> I would have I would have seen dollar signs if I was at that house. <laughs> but yeah, like we ended up, I think we ended up losing like twelve to 15000 on that house. And like sometimes I tell people that and I am I just shrug it off. It kind of sucks. It put us in a bind, but yeah, it's whatever. You know, it is what it is. Um but now, you know, we will like, literally it's, it's gotten so non-emotional with these deals. Like if it doesn't work, it just doesn't work. That's it. Like don't ever force a deal ever, 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 ever. I feel like this year, like I've, I've been so highs and lows with money between like stock market, real estate, like such big swings, like 10 grand, 15, 20. Like now I'm just like, so I don't know if it's a good or bad thing, but like, lose 10 grand she's like oh for real yeah That's... you're just desensitized yeah she's like okay cool and uh like I'll, I'll post it here in a little bit but i'll post a picture of uh just a little screenshot of our, our credit card bill it's about twenty thousand dollars and that's a hell of a lot and um you know part of it's our fault but i think one of the things that i lose sight of is for you to have a twenty thousand dollar credit card bill you got to be doing something worthwhile like like you just got to be doing something and uh that's kind of how i choose to or look you're at stupid it. or you're stupid yeah because because i mean you could be spending that on clothes and other stuff so right, you're, doing right. that, you're just ignorant but. i'm just talking about it in, in <laughs> i'm joking <laughs> but either way you know it you know with with pressure is comes privilege or either way other way around i don't know but mm-hmm. you know if you have a twenty thousand dollar credit card bill and you're it's in your business and you're doing you're doing good stuff You'll get rewarded here eventually. So hundred percent. It it always works out. It always and the, works out. like the stress of it. You know, like we always talk about like people see us flipping houses and think we make so much money. It's like we do okay, but they don't <laughs> the stress and it's just like we walked into to Nathan's barbecue today in Burnham and I saw my old pig breeder, Daryl Kiki, 
Oh, that man, he calls me muscle milk. Um, and he was like, boy, you've been making all that money in that real estate. And I said, yes, sir. We're trying. <laughs> yeah. Something like that. <laughs> oh man. But it'll, it'll get better. We'll get better. It's all good. Yeah. But I think that's about all I got. It's been 20 something minutes. I think we're good. All right. Well, I appreciate you guys. Thanks for listening. Peace. Fuck what they talk about. I've been getting my cake and running wild since a little child. Yeah. Getting it every day. I'm working sun up till the sun down. Yeah. I'm getting it every day. These niggas hating, trying to see how I do this shit. Bitch, I'm not new.